Greetings, fellow visitors. This is Upgrade Terminal, a Star Providence fan cast. I'm Malachi. And I'm Nick. Welcome back to the facility. Today, we have two very special guests with us. This is the first time we're recording with four people, so it's a new challenge. <laughs> um, we are talking to the biggest contributors to the Star Providence Wiki, Coolant and Rutabaga. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Coolant. I'm the uh, admin over at the Star Providence Wiki, one of, I think, two. I think Lilac is the other one. Hi, I'm Rutabaga. I am a fairly new or like a relatively new member of the Star of Providence community. Uh, I've started playing like a little over a year ago, year and a bit, and I've been contributing to the wiki for about half a year. And in that time, I've become, I guess, one of the more prominent wiki contributors. Although there's not many, so... Stuff I mean, that I have far to clear. You've, you've done a lot of contributions and they've been very helpful to the wiki. So, you know, it's still much appreciated. So we like to start out the show by talking about something nice that has happened to us this week. Um, Nick, why don't we start with you? So I have a friend of mine who has gotten into playing Star of Providence last month and They've been working their way through Floor 1, Floor 2, and Floor 3, and Floor 4. But they're not a shmup player, and they're not much of a roguelike player. So if they've really been struggling, it's like, oh, man, it's so hard, I keep getting hit. And anyway, and as I'm recording this, last night, they actually managed to reach Overlord for the first time in a run. And then immediately afterwards, they got there a second time, and they defeated the Overlord for the very first time. Mm -hmm. Nice. And yeah. it's been so cool sort of seeing a new player struggle and then they're like, but I, 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 I feel like I can do it and they do it and it's amazing and it's wonderful. And now they're immediately scared because they're like, what's this thing about seals? What, what do you mean there's something else? And I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. It's fine. Yeah, they're like, wait, that wasn't the last boss? No, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. It was the first last boss. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I think we all remember that, uh, you know, the thrill of that challenge too. Mm -hmm. I know, I like your friend, I, I got to Overlord and I was, I was shaking in my boots. <laughs> and knowing that there was more after that, yeah, I, I didn't think I was, um, Ready? I was going to complete everything. Yeah, especially when I got to Monolith for the first time. I was like, all right, I think this is where I check out. And I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> What about you, Malachi? This week, I uh, I was at a soccer game and I saw someone I recognized. But to tell the story, we need to jump back to two years ago. I was Ooh. in the mountains. Flashback. Yes. <laughs> it, there was snow all over the roadways, all over the trees. It was beautiful. But it started to rain just a little bit. My family was out. We were picking a Christmas tree. We picked our Christmas tree. We got it loaded up on the car. But when we went to leave... Our car was stuck and we're back up where there's no cell service. You know, we didn't have any, we had some emergency blankets in the car and stuff, but no food, not enough water. I was like, oh my gosh, is this how we die? And suddenly there were headlights 
coming down the road and uh, it was this guy and his family, this guy named Tim. And he, he hooked uh, his truck up to our Subaru and he helped pull us out. And uh, we didn't get out completely. He left before us because he was going to go down and get help um, at the, the ranger station further down the mountain. But eventually after he left, because he pulled my car a little bit further forward, I was able to dig down all the way to the dirt and uh, get our family out of there. <laughs> so we came down the mountain, but I hadn't exchanged a phone number with this guy. Like foolishly, I hadn't thought to do that because we were outside of cell service at the time. So I had right. no way to contact him. So for the past two years, uh, our family has talked about that experience a lot and how grateful, grateful we are to that guy. And I've just been hoping he was local. You know, I've like, whenever I've been in a crowded place where there's a lot of people, I'm like, man, is that guy here? Where is he? And uh, I was at this soccer game and I saw a coach, a soccer coach. I was coaching these like little five-year-olds that were running around kicking a soccer ball. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the guy. It's got to be the guy. So I sat there and waited until the soccer game ended. And then I walked up to him and he, he gave me this weird look of, why is this guy approaching me, this random guy? And I was like, hey, are you Tim? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm Tim. Why? I was like, Hey, two years ago, I was stuck up in the mountains and you helped us get out of there. He's like, oh man, you made it down. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was so glad I finally tracked that guy down and was able to thank him in person. So I really appreciate uh, the kindness of strangers like that. And I hope, uh, you know, I hope I will do the same in the future if I find somebody stuck up there. So that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Tim. Shout out to Tim, who definitely will never play Star Providence and never listen to this podcast. But if he does, buy him a man. copy, Malachi. <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe I'll do that for Christmas. <laughs> Coolant, what about you? What's something nice that happened to you this week? This week? There's been a, a lot of stuff going on lately. Um, I moved into a new apartment recently, which has been going well. And I brought my cat along with me. And formerly, I was with a roommate and we had a. Uh, three cats in the household. So my, my cat Duncan had a lot of friends, but, uh, with, um, me moving into this new apartment with my girlfriend, she doesn't have any animals. So it's just him. So, uh, this week we adopted a new little cat. Oh, nice. Um, so he's stomping around. Well, he's stomping around a bathroom right now. Cause he's been banished for, <laughs> for the recording session. Oh no. Um, as, as, as has Duncan who is very loudly protesting the recording of this episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very exciting. Um, his name is Alyosha, and he's a, he's a cute little cat. I posted a very blurry picture of him on the uh, Discord server. Uh, it's in like the off-topic channel. But yeah, very excited to, to have a new little buddy for Duncan. We haven't introduced them yet because, mm-hmm. you know, cats. But yeah. uh, we're probably going to introduce him tomorrow uh, slowly, see where it goes. Yeah, excited. Cool. Yeah, congrats. That's exciting. What? Why do I recognize that name? Is that from uh, some Russian novel? Yeah, it sure is. It's from uh, Brothers Karamasov. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's a novel I've never finished reading. I've started it a couple times. I need to go back and read it now in honor of your cat. I'm going to get flack by saying, it's aight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rutabaga, what's something nice that happened to you? Oh, yeah. This week, I... Well, even before this week, I've been playing a lot of Void Stranger, which, oh. by the way, play Void Stranger. Uh, I'm obsessed, week, Ruta. For the record, I have bought Void Stranger, and I have yet to play it, and I'm avoiding spoilers as strongly as I can. Yeah, don't worry. We're not going to say anything. 
Anyway, this week I routed a speedrun of the game and did like a first attempt that was very messy to do like <laughs> an all crystal speedrun. Very minor spoilers that crystals yeah, exist. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't recorded it or uploaded it anywhere. I'm going to do another one, which is like hopefully an actually good attempt. But it's like, my first one was two and a half hours. I think I can get it sub to pretty easily. <laughs> Holy but smokes. I don't know how much lower I can get it from there. But yeah, it should That's be so interesting. Awesome. It's really fun to route. There's a lot of interesting tools to use to get around. Yeah, there are cool decisions to make in a run like that. That's really cool. I'm glad I won't get to interact with it for the next like three months as I play through the game. <laughs> That's the fun thing about Void Stranger is that it's a game that I think everyone wants to talk about, but no one actually <laughs> should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hearing this and thinking like, wow, I'm like, I played it for a few hours and I don't. I can't even grasp what it is yet. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, someone's already speedrunning this? That seems incredible. Just keep going. That's so cool, though. It You'll is have to cool. keep us updated on the, uh, the speedrun status. Yeah. I'll probably have like a video up at some point. I will be happy to watch it in six months. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> the first question we want to ask you guys is, Kind of what we ask everybody, because it's always interesting to hear this, but how did you first find Star of Providence? Uh, I discovered Star of Providence, I think um, it was like a Steam recommendation, like one of those ones that just like pops up in your store. And so oh. I wish listed it. And um, I think uh, pretty much every time the one of the major sales comes around, I check my wish list, see what's in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, sure enough, saw it was... I don't know, probably on like a 20% discount or something and grabbed it back in uh, 2017 at the end of the year. Steam did mm -hmm. a good job. Oh, Go yeah. Steam. Somehow, yeah. Really great. The algorithm, basically. The algorithm <laughs> fed yeah. you Star of Providence. Yeah, I was I was looking at that and um, the, uh, the, fun, the fun little uh, tidbit from this too is that on the same sale, I also bought Enter the Gungeon, so... <laughs> Which, uh, you know, has a uh, reputation in the, the Discord, the Star of Providence Discord. Yeah, we, we've all bought bad games before, Colin. It's cool. Oh. <laughs> see, see, I'm one of the very few people in the community who's actually kind of okay with Gungeon, and I enjoy it. So, as far as I'm concerned, you bought two good games. Just one uh, grabbed you more than the other, and that's fine. One was definitely better than the other. Uh, I enjoyed my time with Gungeon, though. It's, it's all right. I just thought that was funny. Bought him on the same sale. Yeah, that is yeah. funny. What about you, Rudabiga? How'd you find Star of Providence? Uh, for me, it was last year during the Steam Summer Sale, there was a conversation happening in the Downwell Discord where multiple people, I think including Malachi, recommended uh, then Monolith, now Star of Providence. And I kind of just checked it out on a whim. I didn't think I'd like it based on the trailer, and then I started playing and it was like, oh yeah, this is a good game. And then I just like became obsessed with it. Awesome. I, I know I recognize you from the Downwell server because you're in there all the time, but I didn't know you found Star Providence through Downwell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's actually really great. I, I think it's funny how um how the Downwell community kind of like intermingles with uh, Star of Providence. It seems like, I guess maybe it's just like indie 
roguelike scene is all kind of interwoven. Yeah. Because they're both kind of like, I don't know, like fast or like, not fast paced, but like kind of smaller roguelikes in terms yeah. of run length. I think it also has to do with the fact that um, Ojiro Fumoto played Star Providence and recommended it, you know, publicly. Oh, Oh, I didn't and know. So that, that oh, yeah. has always been something that gets brought up in the Downwell community. Um, and then the fact that, you know, Star Providence, there's mechanics directly inspired by Downwell and the developers of like Team D13 has, have spoken highly of Downwell's game design. So I think that kind of mm-hmm. helps in that that overlap. Yeah, there's a lot of mutual appreciation between devs. I was like, hey, you made a cool game. Thanks, you too. And that's that's how it gets shared. Well, it makes sense because like if someone made a game you really like and then that person says, this game is cool, you know, <laughs> I perk up. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I do really like that about our community. We have a lot of that. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have played Zero Ranger if it wasn't for the Star of Providence community. Oh, so glad you did. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, the, these two games are particularly well intermingled. Uh-huh. <laughs> So after finding the game, you both began contributing to the wiki. And I was curious because I'm not someone who has ever contributed to a wiki, not because I have anything against it, just I've never felt that that pull. And so I'm really curious just to ask each of you, what compels you to create or contribute to a wiki? So for me, um, this is actually the only wiki that I've worked on. Mm. Um Oh, okay. I enjoy the uh, existence of community resources and tools and things like that. Um, I think I also have a, um, not like a huge urge, but a, a slight urge to like try and archive things too, things that I really like. So mm-hmm. I think that contributes to my my need to create something uh, in that way. Uh, put, you know, information on the internet <laughs> about something I really, really like. It's kind of like yeah. we were talking about sharing you know, copies of the game to everyone you know. This is like just an extension of that. It's like, yeah, share it to the internet, even though they'll never find it without, you know, Googling very specific search terms. But getting it out there, giving it presence. I mean, it also is the kind of thing where like, if people do search for it and they find it, that's like a wonderful thing that you've contributed. Like you, you're answering their question by just mm-hmm. having it there. So, you know... It's not a direct satisfaction, but you know in the back of your head that maybe it really helped someone that you put it there. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, down to the general, like, contributing to a wiki, um, like any any old wiki, I guess it would just be kind of making sure that there is that resource, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, does the desire to archive translate over to any other aspect of your life, Coolant? Do you keep a journal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep a journal. Um, I I guess this isn't exactly like archiving, but I, I, I am a collector of like retro games. Um, mm. I have a, uh, a kind of extensive collection of like SNES and N64 games. Um, those are the games I grew up with, and I continued collecting some of them in my adulthood. Um, I haven't really uh, done a ton of that lately. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, one of those things like I have... Uh, Copies of games that, you know, you could just download a ROM or something legally, of course, from your friend. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. um, from Nintendo's official website, right? 
from Nintendo's official website, their distribution service for those. <laughs> um, but I, I, I like having um, the actual physical article. There's something nice about that and about preserving it in that state. Yeah, I think Malachi is talking about like the joy of having like a physical object that is the game, as in a cartridge. So he 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 gets that very well. Oh yeah, no, I, I remember Malachi talking about that. I definitely connect with that. And Rudabega. Uh, what about you? What compels you to contribute to the wiki? Uh, for a while, I didn't. Uh, I just like played the game and used the wiki. Um, this is also the first wiki I've ever worked on, like Coolant. Um, but for me, it was just kind of like every other game I've played either already has a wiki that has everything I would want from a wiki, or was like too small and niche to necessitate a wiki or like to warrant one but with star of providence it's like there's this like partially finished wiki and it's just like oh there's so many things i would want this wiki to have and for a while just like okay they're working on it it'll it'll improve over time and then after a while like no offense but the wiki work is kind of slow and it's just like to some extent if I don't do this, like, nobody will. Like, I don't, like... Oh, I was just going to say, Rutabaga, you fell for my trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, there are these things I can do that, like, are within my capabilities. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can just have, like, a positive impact on the wiki. At some point, it's it's a matter of like taking matters into your own hands. It's like, well, if I want this to exist, I have to do it myself, which is the impetus of a lot yeah. of creative work, or in this case, like wiki work. It's like, well, I want this to be a resource that's available. Why not just do it myself? Yeah, and like most of my like direction in terms of wiki work is just like. But what would I expect the wiki to have if I were using it as a player? And then it's just like, okay, well, I can put that in and I can put this in. And yeah, I just do what I can, basically. Do you think the fact that you used the wiki yourself when you were playing the game made you want to contribute to it to kind of like give back to it in a way? I don't really think so, no. Because by the time I was uh, contributing to it, I had already played like a ton of the game and uh-huh. like knew it inside out. So it was just like, it, it's kind of just like, instead of answering questions on the discord, I can just put that information into <laughs> this one resource and just people don't have to ask questions as much. You can just link to the wiki every time someone asks the question, right? <laughs> yeah. You just do one of those sassy, let me Google that for you kind of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not actually like linking the wiki, but like m- fewer people will have to ask questions if they're willing to go to the wiki first. The, the way I see it, it's like if they ask a question, like you can answer it to them, but you can also say, by the way, we have a wiki available that can probably answer a lot of these questions for you. So next time you can just, you know, get all this information for yourself, assuming, of course, that you're okay with spoilers because the wiki 
will spoil things for you if you just go poking yeah. around carelessly. <laughs> so the wiki has gone through quite a few stages uh, to the point where we are today. And so kind of like, maybe you can start with like, what kind of a wiki existed, you know, when you decided that you wanted to work on it and sort of what brought it up to the present day? So when I um, saw a conversation about the wiki, well, on the Discord server, I saw that the conversation about the wiki had been dead for months. Um, and at the time, I think it was, uh, there was a lot of conversation about what we could do and what we should do and whatever. And then there was like three pages on the mm-hmm. Mirahees site, three or four pages. It was like the basic mechanics, the main page, uh, the weapons page. And I think, I think Arena Blaster, because TenderNet really liked Arena Blaster. And um, I think originally nice. it was um, a fandom wiki, and that quickly got <laughs> shifted over to Mirahees, um, yeah. and everyone seemed a lot happier with it. Yeah. I think the um, initial contributors were, I think, mainly Tendernet, um, but I know Capsty did some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Ika did some stuff as well, and I know um, Lilac was involved to some degree also, and Algol... Mm-hmm. Um, I know Garrow facilitated some things. I'm not exactly sure how much he did. Um, I think some of those records might have unfortunately been lost in some of the transitions from site to site. Yeah, yeah. No, the the literal um, history is 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 gone um, because of uh, Mirahees' um, server stuff, like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and uh, I mean kind of even before that, um, the, the best resource we had was Questcom's uh, guide. So yep. I, I really wanted to make mention of that because it's a it was a fantastic resource. And in mm-hmm. general, it, it still is, but a lot of that's on the wiki now. And I think uh, Miriscan might have contributed to that as well. Yes, he did, because Questcom guide, Questcom's guide is like really old. It's like, I think either 2017 or 2018. I know it was there for a long time, but it was then... Meriscan, like Questcom got in touch with Meriscan or vice versa to sort of update it with a lot of the relics of the pe- stuff, the relics of the past added to it, sort of make it more complete. And right. that's how it it is in it in its final form. But I think we all noted pretty soon that as useful as it is, it is inaccurate in quite a few places, and we wanted to correct that and the wiki was just a perfect opportunity to sort of set the record straight on a lot of those matters. Yeah, I know that took um that took a bit of time to set certain things straight. I know there was um some there's been some information that's been uh um just continually um redistributed in, mm-hmm. in like incorrectly like uh, what was it the um the swarmer pack? Mm-hmm. I think the swarmer pack is the most notorious unlock. Oh, we just yeah. didn't know how anyone unlocked right. it. <laughs> yeah. And I think we just got clarity on I that. I figured that out recently. Yeah. For a long time, the wiki said you unlock the swarmer pack by defeating 125 swarmers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I recently went through and did a bunch of like testing with save editing and found out that it's actually when you kill Devourer. And it has nothing to do with your swarmer kill count. That's so great. <laughs> I know it was brought up like numerous times where like, I don't think this is what this is. I don't think this is how you do this. And it just never really got um, clarity or updated or anything. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I asked for someone to like remove that temporarily, but 
I, I would hope I did. <laughs> I mean, this. I think this is one of the things that makes Rutabaga such a valuable uh, contributor is that they have the patience and the willingness to test everything and to write down, here's what actually, <laughs> here's how it actually works. We can just set the record straight. So uh, thank you for that. Oh, yeah. No, super grateful to have someone willing yeah. to do that. Yeah, I just have a lot of patience for this kind of thing, I guess, when it's something I'm interested in, at least. It's the uh, scientific process with video games. It's fun. True. That's a neat way to describe it. (laughs) So for both of you, what has been the most challenging part of editing the Star Providence wiki? Um, because of um, its roots, I think uh, initially the fandom search uh, engine optimization stuff, because um, when whenever you would look up uh, at the time Monolith uh, mm-hmm. wiki, you would get the fandom first, and then you'd get a bunch of you know junk about actual real world monoliths and whatnot. Um, yeah. So that was that was challenging. It was frustrating, but um, surprisingly, it worked out like pretty well in a relatively short amount of time. I think it was just a couple months where we started popping up a lot more frequently. Um, so really, I guess m- even more so, it was uh, getting anyone else's interest in it. Um, mm-hmm. I knew that I wouldn't be able to prioritize tackling everything, and even now, I have a hard time prioritizing time for that. Um, and I also knew that I wouldn't be able to track down every single little detail about the game myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I would need to get people interested. And you need to trap innocent people like Rutabaga into helping you edit the wiki. <laughs> That's exactly right. So I built a little foundation. It's like a, you know, it's like um, one of those uh, old West towns with the like, you know, the cardboard or like wooden like frames of buildings. And Rutabaga opens up a door and is like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> there's nothing here." Um, no, luckily, I think by the time um, Rutabaga got there, it was more than just the um, the outline of a of a Western town. Um, it was a little more filled in than that. But yeah, it it took um, it took several months to to build a foundation that actually got um, I think initially Stav Bearer uh, yeah. into helping out. I think he was one of the first uh, contributors who really, was really um, pretty avid about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it I think that was, uh, gosh, that was probably into the into early twenty twenty two. I think work really started in like October of twenty twenty one. So it took a while. So recruitment was essentially the toughest part. Oh, yeah. Getting anyone to spend time doing something that like is a little intimidating and kind of tedious, you know? Rutabaga, what say you? Uh, for me, I think the hardest part of wiki work is like writing. Because I'm, I'm just not very good at that in general. Like I love... Uh, like researching stuff about the game and like making tables with all of these like shop price values and stuff. That's the part I really like. Writing like paragraphs and the like connective tissue of the pages is like a lot harder because most people when writing, they're like 
they write too much and they have trouble being concise. I have the opposite problem where I condense things too much and it doesn't flow well at all. So I I have like, yeah, I just get like, uh, I guess, self-conscious about like repeating myself. Like, I, oh, I've already said this. I don't need to say it again. But like, you're supposed to say stuff multiple times in like different phrasings to make, make it stick. So it like it seems like your strength is doing the actual data gathering and figuring out how it all fits together but then presenting it as use as information in a way that is useful to the layperson that's the part where you feel like you're not quite sure how to pull that off yeah more or less i think that makes us quite the uh, quite the dream team rutabaga i love the writing element <laughs> <laughs> that's, so. why, well, that's why we brought the both of you here <laughs> i would find the writing challenging as well but for the opposite reason like you said rutabaga i i would have trouble like condensing it and i think i would have to have someone else review my contributions because i'd probably unintentionally add like headcanon in there or something well that's the <laughs> difference is that what you like to do, Malachi, is you like to do creative writing and fiction writing, and you like to think about all of these ideas, whereas the wiki is very much, this is information, this is data to be presented, and it requires a different kind of writing. And mm -hmm. I feel it might be worth bringing up here that I think at one point, Coolant, you sort of devised like a, a kind of a style guide as to how people should write for the wiki when they want to contribute, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, as we started getting more contributors, I realized that we were going to have uh, um, probably some differences in voice. So yeah, I put together little guidelines. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's on the wiki. <laughs> no, I remember because it was part of Coolant's effort to sort of make sure that people could contribute, but they, the, the wiki as a work felt consistent with mm -hmm. itself. Yeah, that was the ideal. I always have trouble, uh, like, not using the word you, like, when describing something. Oh, if you do this, like, no, you have to say, oh, if the player does this. And it's, it feels so awkward saying the player <laughs> that many times. <laughs> if one bombus in the correct location, a secret room <laughs> shall open. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of riddles, <laughs> yeah. So for the wiki guidelines, we're going to do a highly riddle-oriented approach. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of cool if there were riddles, like if you wanted to be somewhat like a hint. You know, if there was like some sort of hint system, like, hey, you can. Here's a hint, but if you click below, we can just spoil about how to get to Chaos God or whatever. I mean, oh yeah, that'd be cute. That's lovely, but that's kind of not what a wiki is. A wiki is sort of meant to be more straightforward, more straight lays. Here's the data. But, you know, I, I, I think that's more what yeah. we do in the server if someone comes mm -hmm. in and asks and they're like, well, I don't want to be spoiled, but can you, like, tell me where to go? And we all kind of answer in a way that's slightly obtuse and a little bit flowery, but just sort of tell them you should go look into this thing, more or less. Yes, that's true. There are other resources. Whenever someone fights tier four Borden with a runic weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. painful. I'm going to start warning them with, if you'd like to stay alive, keep your multiplier below 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one.
next question is, what part of every all the work that you've done for the wiki do you feel most proud of? All right, so uh, I will say this is a tough question because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very proud of the wiki as in, in many elements. As you should be. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, I think prominently, I'm, I'm very proud of the, of the boss pages. Mm-hmm. Um, documenting like every single move with video and all that. Um, I haven't actually seen any other wiki do this. I'm not saying that it's not been done, but I, I don't really see any major wikis doing this. And so I'm glad we have like a dedicated enough community that we've been making that happen. And it's been a slow process and we're not like done with it, but what's there is substantial and it'll, it'll be completed eventually. Mm hmm. Big shout um, out to Lilac, who contributed a lot of those. Uh, yeah, I think the main contributors, um, I, I'm i going to miss someone probably, but um, I did most of the floor bosses, um, I think floor one through floor five, I guess, at this point. Um, and then Lilac and Dialix did mm-hmm. a lot of work on the super bosses, mm-hmm. um, including... Um, I don't I don't know who gathered the 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 images for Microcore, but that was impressive. Um, that was me. That okay, was me. That was I the one boss. You, I thought you assisted true. with that one, Ruda. True. That's why I, I knew I was gonna I was gonna mess something up. Um, but that is in, incredibly good. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one thing. And uh, I think the other more recent thing is I'm glad that we finally got the theming updated. Uh, yes. I yeah. hunkered down and figured out some CSS. Um, my day job is programming, um, but I don't do front end stuff. So it was it was kind of fun kind of poking around with that. And finally, we, we got something that I think um, is really nice. And again, is something that I don't see a lot of other wikis doing, which is like uh, page specific theming. It looks so cool. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm really glad that uh that it received such a positive response. And we're not quite done with that either. Um specifically I think there uh, someone suggested that we should have custom themes for the super bosses and I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. So I want to mm-hmm. I want to try and try and do that as well. I just haven't had a lot of time lately. It it's fine. The wiki is already incredible as it is and we're very thankful <laughs> for it. Oh, we must go further. <laughs> yeah, right. Got to go deeper. Just like in the facility. <laughs> Rutabaga, what are you most proud of for the wiki? Uh, I, I'm not really sure. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm proud of, but not like not one thing stands out as like the thing. I guess I'd go with the shop pricing table. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that was something I spent a lot of time on. But nowadays, I could like probably make it a lot quicker by using like save editing and such. Uh, but like that was, I think I started doing that before I even worked on the wiki, just cause like, why not? I would just do a bunch of runs. And like, whenever I make it to a shop, I just open up a spreadsheet and it's like, okay, which of these prices of for this floor have I not gotten yet? And I just record them. And then like over dozens and dozens of runs, I finally got all of them. That's fun because it's like a it's like a little meta game as you're playing. Like I got I just gotta find the items so I can get their prices. Filling in like a little matrix. The tragic thing is I only figured out like the formula 
for how the prices change on each floor after I completed the table. <laughs> that <laughs> is it's tragic. A little and I but. think at, at some point, Pure did explicitly write out in the Discord, here's the formula. But here's the thing. Because it was in the Discord and not in the wiki, it got buried and forgotten. Which is why, mm. and I'm and I believe I do feel strongly about this. Discord servers are not replacement for wikis. You need to have a proper wiki set up to preserve this information. Yeah, I think that um, I think that someone also like offered Rudvig to like help you with the price, and you're like, nah, <laughs> I like collecting in game. <laughs> I remember some some exchange like that where there is something tedious where you're like, nope, <laughs> don't want help. Wanted no, to do yeah, it myself. I think it was for something else. Yeah. Yeah you, yeah, you were probably Bloke's least favorite customer, Rutabaga, because you go in there and you're taking furious notes, and he's like, are you price-checking me? <laughs> <laughs> Coming in here, checking the prices, you're going to the other shop on the floor? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, I think another I think another one of the things I'm most proud of is, like, what a lot of what I do is just, like, finding a lot of small details about the game mm-hmm. and, like, documenting those. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I noticed is that the discount upgrade does not reduce prices by 33% as it says. And it's not 33.3 repeated percent either. It's 34%. <laughs> wow. And like, I did not as know far this. as I know, I'm the first person to notice that. I've never seen anyone else mention it. It's rounding up. I guess. That's funny. Is that already in the uh, wiki or are you? is that like a world first yeah. reveal right here? No, that's on the wiki. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're gonna make not holding back. And I'm like, I'm, I haven't kept it a secret. I don't think the devs know yet, but like, if they check the wiki, they could. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it it reminds me of the time where, like, for like for a couple of months, like uh, myself and Dialix and a lot of other high level players were all publicly talking about like. Uh, the dub, the grim idol exploit where if you spawn a bunch of cursed weapons in a row and you equip them before the animation of the first one finishes you get the bonuses of both but only one curse and we talked yeah. about it openly and then only a few months later pure goes oh wait you guys are doing this this is a thing <laughs> no nah, in the beta that's fixed fixed no <laughs> you don't have it anymore yeah, we gotta have sneaky mm-hmm. wiki edits that the devs don't see. <laughs> so it's like, hey guys, let me in the it's, it's like a tip black market. Yeah, the, the devs are asleep. Release the tips. <laughs> Post your exploits. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking about the pending update and how much content that is seemingly going to add to the game. Um, are you both looking forward to that and having a lot of new things to start cataloging and adding to the wiki? I I am um, slightly dreading it, <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, mainly because um, I know that... Uh, it's going to be time to work on those mini boss pages very soon. Mm-hmm. And um, on top of that, there's just a plethora of other content and tweaks and everything 
Um, I mean, it's not just creating new pages and new descriptions for all the all the the little goodies that we're getting. It's um, going over old information and making sure that's all accurate. And with um, something like Scully's rework, for instance, um, having to document, uh, you know, some entirely new character, essentially. And then I guess, well, I guess we just expand the article. I was going to say archiving the old information, but that'll, that'll just be a section on his page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's immense. And I, I mean, I hope that, um, I, I hope that there are, you know, uh, it revitalizes some work from others. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited for it because for a while now, it's like all of the wiki work I can do is kind of like the boring stuff that I, like, I want to do, but I don't really want to do. And once the update drops, there's going to be like so much fun stuff to do again. It'll be great. Like there's so many things we have to wait on, off on right now. Oh, Rutabaga, you are a blessing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, that's that's kind of that's kind of what I like to hear because I would like to work on um, some of the wiki stuff more, um, but just managing my own stuff right now has been uh, a priority. So it's been it's been trickier to 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 contribute lately, and with the the pending the impending update, I don't think my the schedule's getting any more clear. So it's kind of it's kind of spooky. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably have to buckle down one of these days and actually start framing things out um, once you know once the update's out. But yeah, a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of dread from me personally. So what I hear you saying is, it would be good to find some more contributors. <laughs> oh, it'd be lovely. I mean, yeah, couldn't hurt. No, it definitely couldn't. And you know what? With the update, I mean, it's not. Um, it's it's very likely that we're going to see. Um, an influx of players mm-hmm. and you know maybe with that um new pool of people there will be more people interested in contributing so I, i'm at least a little optimistic about you know stuff like that yeah well we'll see yeah i'm realizing that i'm sitting here with three beta testers <laughs> <laughs> yeah and all four of us are moderators on the discord server oh that's true <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i gotta keep uh tight-lipped about all the I, all the update stuff. I know. Good job, guys. You didn't let anything slip. I'm the only one here that's right, I'm the only ignorant one in this room. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of things in the beta that PR has already publicly teased, like some of the new unique weapons, which is like we can sort of we can sort of talk about some stuff sometimes. Like he's teased Crawler Kingdom, right? We can talk about that. We can. I think we can talk about Crawler Kingdom. <laughs> Nice try, guys. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want any of you to get like sued by Team D13. So <laughs> they become the Warner Brothers. Um, we didn't technically sign any contract, so it's fine. The arbiter will cast personal judgment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So for anyone listening to this that's curious, what would be the best way that they can aid in, in writing the wiki at this time? Um, well, the most obvious form of help, um, or contribution is to, you know, read it and let us know if there are any errors or missing details, like even like grammar mistakes. I mean, ideally someone would go in and just like tweak that themselves, but you know, if we get informed about it, it's not difficult to do. Then otherwise we have the, uh, the page on the discord where, you know, it's, it's also a suggestion space. So if there are new pages Mm -hmm. or additions to pages or 
Do you think it would look better if we reorganize some stuff? Like things like that, little suggestions and things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ideally, the, the the best, the most helpful thing would be when the update comes out, for instance, just taking on some pages. But I know that's unrealistic. I think just like, like if you're going through the wiki already and like looking for errors and like typos and stuff, it's not that big of a leap to just make an account and like edit it yourself. Because like I know like doing the source editing is intimidating, but if you're just editing text, it's not that hard to find where the paragraph is in the source code and just change it. Yep. And I know that we have had um, numerous people in the community that have like, hey, just made an account on the wiki, just changing a couple little things. And I go in, yep. I check it out, and yep, there's making sure our grammar is good. And, yeah, and uh, I mean, that's helpful. It yeah. doesn't have to be like, dedicate your life to the wiki. Like anything helps. Yeah. We've also had, um, I know there was, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but there was one guy who came in and just like, did a bunch of work on the achievements page and then just kind of dipped. <laughs> it's like, this is what I wanted. We were missing the achievements page and now it's here. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that helps. Yeah. helps a lot. It's good. The wiki is now better than it was before. Yep. Any amount of work is, uh, is good. It's very helpful. Are there any features that you'd like the wiki to have in the future? Ooh, or just um, any any big additions in general. This one's tough because I'm a simple man. I look at the wiki, and if the wiki works, then I'm happy. <laughs> um, but one thing I, I, I found to be pretty cool in other wikis is uh, the ability to like hover over like a, a debuff or a status effect or something. Have mm-hmm. a little tooltip window pop up. Mm-hmm. Gives you a little details on it. And I was thinking about how something like that would apply to Star of Providence. And I was thinking, you know, keywords, pickups, blessings, that kind of stuff would mm-hmm. probably be the way to use it. Oh, that would um, be cool. Yeah, that's... that's that uh, would be cool. Yeah, that's that's about um, the only kind of slick feature that I had in mind. But I don't know. That's off in the future, if anything. So it would function yeah. like it does in the game, essentially. You can mouse over something. It gives you a oh, little bit of true, extra yeah. info. Yeah, yeah, ideally. And yeah, we'd use the same descriptions and everything. So uh, mm-hmm. if not a little more detail where it's warranted, kind of like yeah. we already do with the the notes on certain pages or in certain tables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, aside from like the, like the new pages and stuff and like the reworked Scully page and like a looping page and all of that, that were like all of the new stuff that we're going to have to do, I think what I'd like to see, which would be very far off in the future, it is like very ambitious, but like a list of all the room layouts for each of the types of rooms, maybe just for like shortcuts and vaults that could have items in them. Mm. But like, I think it'd be nice to just have like a list of everything you could find. Absolutely monstrous task. Yeah. 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 I'm not (laughs) sure how it would work. Maybe like once Snake's editor is out, you could just take screenshots of that to get images of the rooms. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would that would um, probably be the best way to go about it. Rudabeg, I'm imagining you just like playing the game late into the night, screenshotting every single room. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is like you'd have to get a screenshot on the frame the room starts, like before the enemies start moving. Oh wow! <laughs> it should be it's really obnoxious. Get oh, stealth. <laughs> yeah, you would have to get stealth. The 
the run would have to start with stealth on the first floor. Yeah. That's what seeds are for. <laughs> uh, cool and Rubiga, any closing thoughts or anything you want to say about the wiki before we close? Oh, yeah. Um, I do want to say I'm really happy with how far we've come with the wiki. And I'm um, so happy to see the community come together on it. Um, even if it's, you know, it's a small community and actually kind of funny enough with such a small community, we have a decent amount of people that have been contributors to it in that community. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to see where it goes and hopefully um, we can trap in some more uh, contributors that are as uh, tenacious as Ruda, for mm -hmm. instance. Um, but yeah, it's really great to see how something that um, started out you know, really small a couple a couple years ago has really grown and is now a um, a thing that people reference. People come into the community and say, oh yeah, I was looking at the wiki and yada yada. So, you know, it's, it's really nice. Rutabaga Coolant, we want to thank you both for coming on. Thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for getting the wiki into the state it's in and for being a force for good in the community. We really appreciate your guys' time and, and all your efforts. Thank you. And uh, by the way, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, Aside from the wiki? <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything other than the wiki to plug. Yeah, same here. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to our Star of Providence fancast. Big thanks to Garros Law for allowing us to use his music and sound effects. Be sure to check out all of the Surf Providence soundtracks on Bandcamp, the Base Game soundtrack, the Relics of the Past soundtrack, and the 5th Anniversary Edition soundtrack. If you have any comments or suggestions for the show, you can reach out to us on our Discord server. We'll post the server link in the show description. And don't forget to go sign up for the wiki, at least read it, become a contributor if you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're all, everyone is welcome at the wiki, and... There and in the Discord server, you'll find fellow pilots to talk with and discuss the show. Thanks for listening. We'll hope you'll join us next time. This is what you came for, isn't it? So be it. <laughs>